In the aftermath of the battle, Octavia must learn all she can from the enemy commander. What intelligence will she gain? Will the orc cooperate? And will he recognize her outside of elemental form? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to Me, My Spouse and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Well... Us two pale-pasty northerners got some sun the other week, and we are still dealing with the ramifications. The aftermath. The aftermath. The flaky aftermath. Because in our hubris, hubris. we uh, did not get uh, extremely zealous with our sunscreen application on our first day of sun exposure, and it uh, came back to bite us. We were underneath uh, some shade, which we were like, we're in the shade. We're not in direct sunlight. We'll be fine. Right? Right? Wrong. They would not be fine. We, they were not fine. Uh, we, we were not fine. It was nice to get some sun, though. It was lovely. But half of my body is red. <laughs> yep. And we're, I'm, my skin is still flaking off like <laughs> frost flakes. I could just put them in a plastic bag and... Sell them at Walmart. Oh, no, that is disgusting. Right? That is so gross. <laughs> right? It is just, that is that is too much. That is TMI for our listeners, my love. Ah, <laughs> uh, if they've gotten this far with us, they deserve it. Please stay after this episode. Please too. stay. Please help this one not be the one that breaks your back. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. My face, my chest, my legs, my arms. Yep. Yeah. Happened to me too. And then my hair is slightly like purplish mauve right now. And so I had red skin and purplish hair and I just look like this purple mon- uh, lobster. And it was really an awful clash of mm. shades of color on my body. Yeah. We were very, very obviously. Yep. Sunburned. <laughs> and then so many people, because I got really, really burned on like my shoulders and chest. And Austin got really, really bur- burned on his legs. But I think mine was maybe a bit more noticeable just because it's like more at eye level. And so many people came up to me with a, the unsolicited, oh, you got some sun, did you? And it's like, oh, yes. I hadn't I hadn't realized that. Wow. Yes, yes, we did. It's like, wow, I didn't realize why my skin was on fire. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But it was nice to see the sun at least. It was nice. Got reacquainted. Remembered mm-hmm. why I don't go out in it very often. <laughs> remembered and why i miss it so much during pittsburgh winters yeah 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 it's a bit cloudy perennially but uh, all, all the time but we make do mm-hmm. we make do you know vacation spots wouldn't exist if it was sunny and beautiful everywhere that's very true so you're welcome everyone who lives in those locations for sucking it up and living in places with Less desirable climates. 
I don't have to deal with hurricanes though, so yeah, that's yeah. a plus. That's that is that is indeed a plus. That's a plus. I think my burn actually turned into a teensy bit of less pasty of a ghost. Yeah, I've... I think I'm at ghost level and not pasty ghost. Well, you're not a translucent ghost anymore. Yeah. Or at least opaque. Opaque, exactly. Point. So there, there was at least some progress yeah. towards the not looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, well, I've got a, a good old-fashioned... I got a farmer's tan up top because it cuts off right like above the elbow. And then, you know, like my legs below the knee are just scorched. <laughs> but... But still have those nice pasty thighs. Still got those nice pasty thighs. <laughs> Good times. Yep. I grew I spent a lot of my childhood in Central Florida actually. And even then, like I wouldn't be sent outside to play without like a long sleeve shirt and long pants because even then I would just like burn up the wazoo. It was also because like we had Burn up the wazoo. Yeah. That sounds really really, really painful. I mean we also had like critters that would want to bite you and stuff, so that's also why we wore long sleeves and long pants, but yeah. Eh. You know. Eh. Don't worry about the crocodile in the mm. back. I don't think jeans are going to stop a crocodile. No, it was more of the bugs that would Alligator. like to burrow under your skin. Yeah. Yep. Central Florida, man. Yep. Good times. What a paradise. Good times. <laughs> we mm. actually did eat some gator, which was fun. Yeah. It was fried, though, so it just tasted like chicken. Tasted delicious. It was very good. It was really good. I would eat more. I, I also would eat more. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Deep fry anything and it basically would taste good. To a point. To a point, obviously. There's a reason why people started taking meat, dredging it in flour, and throwing it in a vat of hot oil because it makes literally anything delicious. And this also makes sense why people would take Oreos and dredge them and also throw them in deep fryer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good. Yeah. I haven't had a deep fried Oreo in so long. I miss county fairs. Right. Oh, those are so fun. Oh, I can kill for a funnel cake right now deep fry anything yeah deep fry snickers deep fry oreos mm-hmm. deep I think fry only... ice cream somehow I oh wait really yeah. i don't like i think i've only cream. had deep fried oreos i don't think i like the, the deep fried ones. oreos better than deep fried snickers personally yeah what happens to like the texture of a snickers oh it just gets all melty and gooey oh that it's does sound pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. snickers has nuts in it right that's yes. one that's okay yeah uh, i'm a big I... anti-nut in my dessert mm-hmm. person she's weird Pay no mind to the woman at the other side of the table. (laughs) I think they, I think deep fried Twinkies are a thing. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Hilarious. Pretty, pretty great. Right? Didn't they stop making Twinkies and then bring them back due to public, public outrage? I thought that was a thing that happened. Yeah, Twinkies got discontinued for some reason. Maybe somebody else bought it, but they're, they're back now. (laughs) You They're can't back kill and Twinkies. Bigger than ever. They're like the cockroaches of snack food. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. I am full of uh, unsavory yeah, comparisons right now. Yeah, this is mm, unsavory hour with Austin. Yep. <laughs> I do like the like the uh mental image of like a post-apocalyptic movie opening and like, you know, the camera is panning sideways and we see some cockroaches skittling around and then you just see this unopened Twinkie bag and the perfectly preserved Twinkie inside and then the camera continues. But you just have that one little homage to I, everlasting food. I mean, I've th- they're probably very calorically dense, so it might not be a bad you know, survival food. I guess that's a so good point. Like dump calories in your that's true. radiation-starved body. <laughs> that's, I guess, a good point. 
I don't even remember the last time I had a Twinkie. I haven't had a Twinkie in ages. Yeah. I don't actually like them that much. They're okay. I don't like I'll eat them, but. I can't even remember if I like them or not because it's been so long. Probably I, mean, I liked them as a kid because it's pig fat and like cakey stuff. Like, nice. yum. Yellow sponge and cream and stuff. Yeah. What's not to like, honestly? I was always a, a zebra cake aficionado. Mm-hmm. Little Debbie's. Yeah. Solid, solid yeah. choices. Me and my dad, we like the like the oatmeal. It's a Swiss roll mm-hmm. kind of guy. Or cosmic mm-hmm. brownies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those are my go-tos. Oatmeal cream pies also, actually. Yeah. Kill for no no cream pie. I know that sounds amazing right now because it was only me and my dad who liked them in my family, so we would be like, hey, The rest of hey, your hey, family hey. are a bunch of weirdos, well, and they'll never listen to this, true. so I can say that. <laughs> Not that they would also dispute that. They, I mean, I think we all acknowledge that yeah, we're all if, a bunch of weirdos. If you randomly pick this episode to listen to, sorry, but you know it's true, don't you? Yeah, you guys know it's true. You know it's true. You pride yourself on your weirdoness. Oh, <sighs> but regardless. Somehow it brought back to food again. I'm not even fighting it at this point. I'm embracing it. I I live my life through a lens of food. Oh, I so. mean that's that's the prime, like vacation celebration. At least like food has to be a central feature to any you know great event, great vacation. Like it has to be the food. Like come on, food, food, food. Food's amazing. Food is amazing. You know what else is amazing? Dungeons and Dragons. This campaign. So, let's let's rock and roll back into it. Haha, <laughs> cuz I'm still an earth elemental. That works. He just rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Your inadvertent pun. All right. So, we come back to the game at a uh, perhaps a pivotal moment. You have just defeated the dragon blood forces and captured the commander of said forces at the little Riverside town of Arkans Crossing. You, as a large earth elemental, are holding the unconscious body of this armored orc, the commander of the defending army, waving it victoriously around, and uh, to the best of your knowledge, the Dragonblood army has begun their retreat. The scene about you is uh, a flurry of activity in the next few minutes, stretching into hours that we're just going to kind of go through. Mm-hmm. The uh, dragon blood forces, as I said, flee from their posts. Some of them leap out of their uh, defending positions, out of their fortifications, out of these buildings, off of the roofs into the river or onto the ground next to it, swim across... Some flee deep into the swamps to your south. Some make their way east towards uh, the Dragonblood stronghold of Grundikov. The Moerian forces surge past you into this little bridge town, kicking down doors, searching every square foot of this place to ensure there are no stragglers, capturing who they can. Uh, you can see, like, patrols of, of orcs and goblins with their hands over their heads, disarmed, being, like, pushed along by a group of Moerian soldiers with swords at their backs, moving them to the the western side of the river for processing. You can see on that western side of the river, tents are being erected to hold the wounded and to, to care for the casualties. Um, nearby, there is uh, another sort of quasi-pseudo-structure being erected to hold uh, the deceased and prepare 
for the funerary rites. There are clerics and and war priests running around, very busy, uh, splashing spell slots left and right, <laughs> doing what they can to patch up those who have taken uh, serious wounds. After some time, your uh, whether you choose to drop it or not, your earth elemental form will revert you back into your regular human time. Uh, shortly after the, the retreat kind of cleared out most of the forces, you met back up with Hakon and Grisham, who were pleased with your progress. Pleased that you managed to, you know, make this more of a sort of decisive victory in this town than may have otherwise been possible and pleased that you have collected this commander alive uh they along with some uh, a squadron of their their best uh, fighters soldiers guards took possession of this um, commander and ferried him off to what looks to be the town hall on this bridge where there is a, a small but meager jail cell you you know, kind of follow along, make sure you know what the what the scoop is, and this commander is stripped of weapons and armor, bound and thrown in the cell and guarded by a bunch of people, and Hakon lets you know, you know, they'll do their first pass, but you're welcome to come by and speak with him as soon as he regains consciousness, which will oh, be in okay. a few hours. He tells you to take some time, make whatever preparations, get a little bit of rest if you can, but uh, time is of the essence, and they can't really stop for long here. As soon as they get people patched up and figure out what they can, they'll be continuing on down the road. Okay. This battle took place in the early morning. It's probably a little bit afternoon right now. Um, so they're planning on, you know, getting things together, maybe making a bit of progress before holding up for the night. Oh, okay. And they have some other plans for you, so Hakon says, you know, get whatever rest you need, uh, come by and speak to this orc, see what you can find out, and then report back to me. You and Garhun step out onto the bridge. <laughs> Sounds like you're on, like, the Enterprise. You step onto the bridge. <laughs> Beat me up. Uh, you step out onto the bridge, and you can see these Moerian forces moving back and forth, setting up maybe their own fortifications, uh, collecting whatever supplies and, and weapons they have captured and just overall trying to get back in fighting form as soon as possible. So you have maybe an hour or so to do what you wish before you will have another assignment. So what do you do? Okay. Um, well, I think first thing that Octavia does, you know, she'll she'll probably have dropped her earth elemental form um, when she saw uh, Governor Hakon and Grisham approaching and, you know, was able to tell them the story of, of capturing the, uh, uh, you know, the dragon blood leader as opposed to having to <laughs> gesture and have Karun <laughs> be <laughs> like a translator so that we can, you know, for this audio medium. Um, so she will <laughs> drop that form, hand over hand over the prisoner, um, and then, you know, in, in this hour that she has, um, the first thing that she's going to do is go try to find Antony and see how he is and what the scoop is. So she'll probably make her way towards the, maybe towards the medical tents to ask some clerics to see if they've seen him or because she's hoping that 
he's not in any of those tents. Uh, roll an investigation check. Investigation. That is a nine. Nine. Uh, you ask around the medical tents. No one seems to have seen him. Uh, but it's kind of a scene of chaos right now. Uh, like you, someone shook up an anthill. And it's just a large army, and you're looking around, but there's a lot of people, and you can't necessarily uh, find him easily. If you wanted to take more time, you could, and you might be able to find him, but within this first, like, hour or so, you, you, you can't seem to track down his location. I mean, she's going to keep looking until she finds him. Okay. You're going to use most of the time you have, but after... Maybe an hour and a half of just going from this person to this person to this person, mm -hmm. looking through all of these tents. I mean, it's a very big army. Yeah. Uh, you do find the group that uh, you sat by the campfire with the other night, and uh, you see him sitting there, sharpening his sword on a whetstone, okay. cleaning it off. His armor's maybe a bit spattered, and he's got a couple scrapes and scratches, but he looks okay. Okay. Good. Octavia will kind of, you know, run up to him as much as she can. You know, the earth is probably kind of like muddy and and clumpy. And I'll tell you if it's muddy. <laughs> you don't get to decide if okay. it's muddy. It's a desert now. Take that. <laughs> oh, the parch has somehow crossed the mountains. Um, but no, she'll rush up to him and be like, Anthony, uh, are you are you are you feeling okay? Are you are you good? Yes, mom. You sound like mother. I'm fine. Uh, this isn't my first rodeo. Don't you have, not to belittle my importance here, but don't you have important things to be taken care of? I I appreciate the concern. It's just been a long morning. No, no. I mean that that that's fine. It's been long for me too. But no, I mean I do. I did have important things to do, and one of the most important was making sure that you were okay. So. Well, I appreciate that. I'm I'm all right. I know how to handle myself. Okay. Good, good to, okay, good to see you. And so she'll, you know, kind of clap him on the shoulder type of thing um, and then leave. She won't stay for a long scene or anything. She just wants to know that he, what state he was in okay. type of thing. Uh, yeah, you clap him on the shoulder and he says, again, don't, I didn't mean to be quite a, such a, such a butt. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's. I mean, it's been a long day for everybody. I, I appreciate the concern, but in matters like this, I can't... I, I know your role in this whole thing is much more than mine is. And we really can't afford to have your judgment clouded by, by worrying about, uh, you know, a worker bee like me. Another insect metaphor. <laughs> so... I'm I'm glad you you know came to to check on me and I'm glad to see you're okay too but going forward we're just going to have to trust in each other's abilities and you know when this whole thing is done we'll we'll make sure we're okay but I I don't want you out there on the front lines worrying if I'm going to make it back you got to focus on the task at hand Anthony um I mean you named me Anthony so got to have insect puns everywhere anyway <laughs> I actually named him Anthony after one of the Scarlet Pimpernel's men. Um, 
that's a little fun fact there. Um, fun factoid. But she's going to, you know, actually like kind of tighten her grip on her sh- on his shoulder, then look him in the eye and be like, "I lost this sibling when I could do nothing, and I appreciate your acknowledgement of what my task is, but there's nothing you can do to make me stop worrying about you and wanting to make sure that you're okay." Because I'm not ever going to let that happen again now that I have the ability to do something about it. Just keep your head in the game, okay? Oh, I will. You should have seen me out there. I was I was, I was, was a big earth thing. I heard. Yeah. I figured that was you. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So. And I mean, she was my sister too. I know. I know. Anyway, get some rest. I think they got big plans for you i think they do as well Ugh. i'll be fine okay all right well, i'll see you later then see you later he punches you on the shoulder <laughs> octavia falls over oh come on <laughs> petite frame goodness uh but no she'll you know kind of like playfully like slap him back classic sibling stuff someone stabs you in the gut <laughs> this escalated quickly <laughs> um and then she will uh you know about face and go to probably the town hall at this point because this mm-hmm. is probably about the time that Hakon and Grisham wanted her back. Mm-hmm. So you get back to the town hall. I'm going to say at this point, Carhoon was probably taking a short rest. Okay, that's kind of what I was f- He's like, You go catch up. I'm going to sit here and catch my breath. Uh, so he'll, you know, spend as many whatevers as he need. Sounds good. Um,. So you get back to the town hall, and he's leaning against the wall waiting for you. He looks a little bit rejuvenated, a little bit a little bit more of a pep in his step. He's got a rag and is wiping down his axe, getting all the guts and detritus and intestines off of there. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Karin's a monster. Literally. Literally. And, um, yeah, he's waiting out there, and he says, oh, I assume everything's okay. Yeah, everything's good. I found I found Antony and everything. He's you know a little a little battered and stuff, but um, no worse for wear. So I'm really relieved. Good. You ready to talk to this piece of garbage? Think so. Awesome. Too bad I didn't take that level in cleric so I could get zone of truth. It's too bad. Yeah, I think unfortunately most of the clerics are too busy using all of their spell slots on uh, healing. I mean, I could. If you find one we could do, we could do a swap. I could use one of mine for one of theirs type of thing. Um, I don't know. That's that's up to you. But I think they might have their hands full. I mean, is there a cleric nearby? No. Okay. They're all back in the medical towards the centers. Just like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Care wounds, Max. Hopefully they're casting healing spirit. Um, I, don't, I don't think clerics get okay, that. Can, do clerics not get that? No. That's oh. a, I think that's is just, it just a druid. Is it just a druid spell? Oh, okay. Well, regardless, um, Octavia will, you know, march into the town hall and see what she sees. All right. You open the doors, wander in. It's uh, seen better days. There were like banners hanging on the wall, but they've been shredded. And, you know, the floor is slick with mud and blood and river water. But you do see uh, Hakon, Grisham, and a couple other muckety mucks standing uh, in the center kind of having a, a conversation and their eyes flip over to you as you enter and they wave you over the the other unnamed muckety mucks are dismissed <laughs> and go off to do whatever they do uh hakon walks up to you and says i'm glad you're here 
took you a bit longer than I was hoping. As I said, time is of the essence. He's awake now. Okay. Have you been able to get anything out of him or? It's a tough nut to crack. We haven't gotten much. So you're welcome to take a swing at it. Have you gotten, what What have you gotten so Nothing. far? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I say not much, basically. His, his name, his name is Grimouth. Oh, okay. That's a, at least that's a place to start. Yes, Grimouth Iron Eyes, he calls himself. We've gained that he's some sort of uh, war priest in, in charge of the defensive forces, uh, devoted to the uh, the dark ones most likely based on his symbology mhm i i noticed that when i first saw him in the mansion uh be careful we've bound his hands and feet but uh, he may still be able to cast spells if he can speak we have some of my best men guarding him but just be careful we don't have uh anti-portable anti-magic capabilities right now. I think some of the Elystrians might know spells that could limit his his capabilities, but their resources are better used elsewhere. No, that makes sense. He's right through there. Just uh, do what you can. Let us know whatever you determine, and then as soon as you're done, we do have another assignment for you. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Someone opens the door, and there's, like, a long hall. And at the end of it, there's, uh, you know, kind of a classic small-town sheriff. Just a jail cell, a bunch of bars, and, like, a corner of a stone wall. There's a little bench on the side, and you see this... Definitely imagining, like, a classic Wild West. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Basically. Uh, There's a a big door with a padlock on the front Mm -hmm. of it, and you can see this orc is sitting on a bench... uh, his hands are chained up behind his back and his feet are like manacled to, you know, an anchor point. Mm-hmm. There is a gag that is hanging around his neck. So he is he is free to speak and he's just kind of sitting there. Uh, he's pretty battered. You know, you kind of beat the crap out of him. Inch of his life. Yeah. So Hit he's got point like, of his life. His left eye is puffy and like swollen over and it looks like his nose is broken and he's got bruises all over his arms. Uh, but he's sitting there just kind of staring straight ahead. He doesn't move as you enter and someone okay. shuts the door behind you. There's like two uh, Moerian guards standing there. They've okay. got, uh, you know, they're they're decorated. So they've got embellishments on their pauldrons and whatnot. And they both have large pole arms that they can stick through the bars and mm. jab if necessary uh is carhoon with you i where i go carhoon goes usually carhoon just crosses his arm behind you is playing the bad cop (laughs) yep yep the muscle right so he he stands behind you half in shadow and yeah this orc is sitting staring ahead what do you do or say i don't say anything but i walk within 30 feet of him and i cast charm monster so please make a wisdom saving throw. All right. I'm going to roll a d20. If it's high enough, great. If not, I have to look up his modifier. <laughs> Out of the box. That's good because that was a six. Orange crash, come on. That's a 15. That's probably a pass as he is oh, if he's a war- based on a cleric. A cleric. Um, dang it. So he's going to have pretty good wisdom. Yeah, that is a 22. That is a pass. I'm going to cast it again. 
He, after you cast the first time, he looks up at you, his eyes, his one eye that you can make out kind of looks at your face, and you can see uh, steely gray eyes under a heavy brow. He narrows his eyes. He says, my will is strong, Soul Keeper. You'll have to do better than that. Well, I'll try. Hopefully the results of your second roll is not as great this time. You're casting it again? I'm casting it <laughs> Yeah, I am casting it again. Don't know why that was so hard to say for a second. Alright, he rolls. That is what is the text on uh, this? More specifically, uh what are the conditions under which you get advantage on the save? Only if you were fighting combat? it. Combat. I mean you were fighting. <laughs> Does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting are it. Are fighting it, okay, okay. So I couldn't just like in the middle of our previous combat, like Zoop. But we are we are in an adversarial state, but not a combative one. Not a combative one. Okay. Uh, it's like a courtroom when people are almost coming to blows, but not quite. You can like cut the tension with a knife, but no one's no one's swinging quite yet. Not yet. Uh, he rolled a natural one. Ooh, so he's doubly charmed. No. <laughs> All right, charmed, charm, charm, charm. Charm creature is friendly to me. It's friendly to you. For one hour. This was charm person? Monster. Charm monster. Fourth level enchantment. Charm monster. From Fulnice's belt. Look at that. Attempt charm. Must make blah blah blah. If it fails, it is charmed by you until the spell ends. Until you or your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed creature is friendly. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed. And what does the charmed condition say? Just so I have all the information going in. Charmed condition can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities the charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature okay uh so you cast it again and this uh grimouth's head kind of shakes and his eyes soften a little bit and he becomes friendly to me. Not only is he charmed, he's also friendly. That's true. So I will I will say, just, just so all of the cards are on the table, he, he will be friendly for the duration, which is... An hour. An hour. Uh, that doesn't mean he will automatically tell you all of his secrets. No, yeah. Just, I was like, might as well start from a place <laughs> better than being completely uh, tight-lipped type okay. of thing. All right. Okay. So we're friendly. We're friendly. Okay. So Octavia will take a seat on the floor, kind of gesture to Carhoon to do the same, to kind of take a more relaxed position just so that, you know, we're all we're all chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Now, technically, I could have given him advantage on the second one because you casting the spell is a hostile action. Could have had you go into initiative. You would have been fighting. I'll let it slide. That's true. I'll let it slide. Okay. Just for kicks. The next thing I rolled was a natural 19. Well, sorry about that. I'll let it slide. All right. Um, Because I'm nice. Remember this. Remember this moment. You are. The next time time you're tempted to summon 19 owls. (laughs) I will remember Remember this this moment. moment. I will remember this moment. Okay. Remember this moment. All right. 
continue. All right. So Octavia's going to, you know, sit down, kind of assume a less, you know, a more friendly uh, posture and things like that. Um, And she'll be like, which of the three particularly do you serve? Me? Yeah, the three of the three czars. I I forget. Navon. Okay. The Lord of Violence. Couldn't remember if I had identified that from his mm. uh, insignia or whether I just knew it was one of them. Did um, Grisham or Hakon, Governor Hakon, say any specific information that they wanted, or just whatever, in whatever you okay. can get? Um, you know, you know what the the plan is. Yeah. So you don't know what this this guy knows though. So the next step is to free Lake Ansel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She'll be like, "Hey, I forgot how many how many of us were around Lake Ansel. Do you do you remember those numbers? How many people are in Lake Ansel? No, how many how much how big our army is there? Cuz I know that they're also streaming to Grundikov and I can't remember were they leaving people in in Lake Ansel, and when were uh, we going to head to Grundikov? No, 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 no. Lake Ansel, if anything, it's got more. There was some kerfuffle a week or two ago. Craig was not happy about that when he found out. Things have been, well, there's been a reorganization there, uh, if you could call it that. Booted out the old commander, brought someone new in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Who's the new guy? Oh, uh, let me, let me think. Do you need a IKEA magazine? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'm just, I'm just trying to remember. Uh, roll a persuasion okay. check. And do I have advantage? You have advantage on basically any any charisma check. Charisma, okay. Throughout persuasion. Natural twenty for a twenty-six. He says, "Oh, that's that's right. They brought in." Ugh. Some uh, some knoll I hear, big knoll, white Ooh. knoll, name of uh, it's right on the tip of Silvox, the cruel, I believe. I encountered Silvox like ages ago, right? You did. He was flying on a wyvern. He was right. Mm-hmm. This is when Carhoon yeah. and I were still traveling north to Montignon. No, this was when you were fleeing Elystria. Oh, right. You almost killed each other. Yeah. You were almost dead, and he was almost dead. Right, because he has that cool whip thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, Silvox the Cruel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Octavia's ding, ding, ding brain, you yeah. know, jumps to that moment, but she tries to, you know, keep a a, a normal face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a hard one. What I hear, rule with a, you know, get the ship right, keep keep people in line. Can't have any more lapses. Cleaning house, I guess. Yeah, well, they lost a bunch of those clerics they were supposed to be holding on to. Really? Yeah. They just let them slip through their fingers? Somehow. Ugh, that's, that's, I mean, no wonder that they brought Silvox in. I mean, that's incompetent. I wouldn't want to be stationed there, I can tell you that. Oof. So- I'm no, you know, pot of sugar <laughs> myself. But there are some lines I don't cross. I personally think loyalty is better gained through other means than pure domination but hey it seems to be working for him i've never liked Knowles personally they're a bit too depraved for my tastes but hey if they're gonna win this war for us can't be can't be too mad so you mentioned that they brought in 
more folks to, to where do they yeah the place is bristling now take them out from oh some of the reserves in Grundacove oh okay that I makes mean, sense I mean spent how long building up this new army I mean a super long time yeah makes sense okay and so so what's their I mean if they already lost some of the clerics what's the point in having more forces be there well to keep the rest of them under wraps. Oh, so they didn't get all of them. Oh, goodness, no. They they got enough to make it a, a diff, enough for us to notice. Oh, okay. But just a fraction of all the prisoners we're holding. I say we should just kill them. They're not going to do, they're, they're not going to work for us. I don't know why Craig's holding on to them this long. Yeah, I, I would imagine that Silvox would also be kind of like, I mean, if he's has the kind of leadership style that you're mentioning, I mean... Well, I'm, I'm sure he'll kill at least a couple. Just, you know, make an example. But uh, he has to answer to Craig, too. True, I guess. So do you know if they, like... Because what happened to all the the people in Lake Ansel, too, then? Because it's like, were they put up with the clerics or whatnot? Oh, I'd, I'll be honest. I've had other fish to fry down here so I don't know all the comings and goings I know they had a lot of prisoners I don't know if they kept them there shipped them out or like again just be rid of them but yeah. I think uh, you know we're gonna need a new labor force we've destroyed a lot of a lot of these cities we're gonna have to be rebuilt no yeah and I mean we need need nice just as nice places to live once we once we have our win yeah yeah so when when are you you and I planning on heading over to Grundikov. Like, when was that planned? Or were we planning on just staying here in Orchid's Crossing? Well, oh, yeah. No. We're not going to... If anything, they were coming to us. Oh, okay. So is it basically just everyone on the east side who was who was congregating there before they march out? Not everyone, but most of them. I mean... Those, you know... Smooth-skinned rats are all holed up and Well, were, I guess, holed up in, uh... Stagpine, it's the last place to roll over. Uh, they left a few people in Alistria outside of Malik just to make sure they don't cause any funny business, but this uh this last force coming out of the west, that's it. It's, uh, it's the last obstacle, which by the way, you're gonna get me out of here. Seems She'll kinda tap the side of her nose and be like and mouth. All in good time. I mean, this was... You know, I can't say I'm surprised. We could have beefed things up more here, but these fools, they they think they won today. And sure, they they got this bridge great, but they didn't really win anything. They just maybe, they're, they're marching towards their doom instead of staying hidden like rabbits in a warren. They'll all get what's coming to them sooner enough. Mm-hmm. Do you have any... Have you heard from Grundikov lately or anything like? I have standing orders. Oh, okay. I'm, I have I have to say I'm a little worried that they've left so few, you know, outside Malik and Elistria, with seeing how recently, like you know, they were able to do something in Lake Ansel. Um, you know, how many did they did they leave Knowles in charge of? patrolling those cities too or what's the status there uh, i don't i don't know again i don't know the details i've been mainly focused on this uh theater as it mm-hmm. were 
So all I know is they retracted a bunch. Everyone's converging in Grundikov, and then they're gonna march out and meet in this little squadron. <laughs> Do you know when that was planned, or? How long ago? Or, or no, when when they're planning on marching out, because I f- kind of forget what the calendar yeah, is. As soon as everyone's congregated in Grundikov. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And how long of a, and how long would it take them? Because there's so many of them to get all the way down to Lake Ansel. Because I mean. And to over here. I mean, you you know. Okay, I have this all this is, info. Yeah, like you know, everyone's coming out of the, out of the east, marching over. Yeah, just seeing if I could get more precise info. No, type not of really. Thing. Okay, it's, it's about the timeline you had. You know, a weekish. Well, if they if if Cragson Silvox, um, to you know head up Lake Ansel, what what leadership does he have remaining in Grindikov? Because then that's also a little interesting that he sent someone you know so kind of you know high up there to like Ansel I don't think it's weird he's got him in Grunikov I mean true true but I mean just keeping the sheer number of all those forces just even people management there would have to be a lot of you know there's a lot of us I don't know if you remember that no of course I do there's a ton of us I was meaning in the upper echelons there's a lot okay and you had mentioned reorganization, so I wasn't sure if there was other reorganization. You know. Look, if one of us dies, there's five more who are willing to take the spot. Okay. Ten more. Like, a hundred more. There's no shortage of uh, strong leaders in these ranks, let's just say that. And some strong personalities to go along with that. <laughs> Indeed. So did Silfox bring his uh, his wyvern down to, like, cancel with him? I, I don't know for sure. I mean... Wild. S- it's a good way to travel. Yeah. I wish I had one. I mean, they're a bit persnickety, though. You kind of have to. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's not like a like a steed. You just have to, you know, break their spirit once. Well, it seems appropriate for Silvox to have a steed that is particularly persnickety. Yeah, I think it was a gift from Crag. Ew. Yeah, well, that's pretty crazy. Wouldn't mind a gift like that myself. Right. Seriously. Be riding in style. Yeah. I just have to ride on a big horse. There's nothing wrong with horses. True. I mean, I mean, they're they're you know they're predictable. Which at least the goblins get wargs. They're a bit too small for me, though. I mean, could you find like I don't know, like a giant sort of wolf thing? I don't know. You turned into stuff, right? Yeah. You wanna? Um. Could ride around in like a war elephant. I mean, uh, be cool, right? I mean, that would be cool, but I'm not sure how I would feel about that. Can you make me? make make me friends with can you like turn into an elephant and then go find another elephant and be like hey buddy i got a friend who uh could use a could use a ride oh you know all those uh elephant herds around like ansel i'm sure they're just you know teaming with them hey if you can turn into an elephant it means you've seen an elephant at some point in your life that's true (laughs) there's elephants somewhere on this continent i always just imagine that one time that you had me go into that dream fugue state where i saw the dinosaurs that was explicitly just dinosaurs i'd see all those other like any sort of more rare mammal animal nah there's those are just dinosaurs <laughs> just dinosaurs hey you could find me a dinosaur <laughs> think about that how cool would I look riding on the back of a T-Rex 
I mean, that'd be pretty dope. I would I'd be scary. I mean, I feel like that would be like kind of Silvox level of intimidating. Just like be cool, that picture. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Or maybe one of those, uh, you know, big buffalo that they have. Because that could be intimidating, too. Because they have the big horns sometimes. And, yeah. You know, that, that could bad. work. It's yeah. a little bit cooler than a horse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, not as cool as a T-Rex, but. So can you? Cannot be too can you hook me up? Well, I'll, I mean, I'll see what I can do. I mean, I can put a good word in you with whoever you want. I'm, I'm pretty high up there, as it were. I just let me think. I'm just trying to figure out what other info he might know that I might need, without being super obvious. Like, what are the weaknesses of Grindikov and stuff like that? Oh, Grindikov doesn't have any weaknesses. It took us years to break into that place. Now, with with knowing Governor Hakon's plan, are we planning on meeting them, the forces coming out of Grundikov, outside of Grundikov? You don't know what the other forces are planning on doing. Okay. So, like, okay. if if they just huddle up in Grundikov, you're going to have to go in. But if they come out to meet you outside of it, you're going to have to fight them there. Okay, that it makes really, sense. It just depends. It's basically just, you know, cut a path, get there. Okay. Whether they come out and meet you, or you could beat them and try to fight them inside the mountains, whatever. I, I mean, I haven't been to Grundikov in ages, so is the only way in still through the tunnel, or did y'all reinforce any other of those passageways? Well, it's been a while since I've been there, too. Uh, I mean, it's... We, we orcs aren't much, uh, we aren't much for mining. Mm-hmm. We got a couple dwarves who, you know... But we don't have enough of them to really make a difference. I mean, yeah, we just have that front door. That's uh, yeah, that tunnel's the easiest, easiest place. And it, but tell you what, it is not easy. I mean, how do the how does how do the wyverns get in and out though? Well, I mean, you can go all the way up to the top of the mountain. The, the palace is there, and that hooks up with the the city somehow. I don't know the details, but I mean, getting oh, okay. up the mountain is a challenge in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Can't get an army up there. Yeah. If no. you can survive past all the beasts and yetis and saber cats. And oh, you could ride a saber cat. Man, a saber cat would be that cool. That would be dope. They don't, it's a bit humid here for them. That's so true. They, they prefer the, maybe the more cold, arid could, climates. Like, make an ice jacket or something. An ice jacket? I don't know, make it. That would melt. No, make a jacket and you can, you know, pipe cold water in it every once in a while. It seems like a lot of work. Just get like a tiger. I know. It's just those big front teeth. I mean, that would be intimidating. It would be intimidating. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Can you give me one? Again, I'm going to see what I can do once once we're done with this conversation here. Cool, cool, cool. So do you know, is like Craig staying in the palace or is that? Oh, I doubt it. He's never been one for, what's the word? Finery. Finery. Fanciness, yeah. Yeah, pomp and circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it's defensible, don't get me wrong, from everything I hear. Otherwise, more people would have just tried to, you know, storm that place. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's... He's, he's been in the in the city itself, in the heart of it, you know, making sure everything's going going smooth. Oh, yeah, I mean, I he would want to oversee everything. But yeah. again, I've been out here for a long time, so it's been a while since I've been back in the mountain. So I guess there's what, just like a garrison up there in the palace? Get th- they have a cushy assignment. Uh, I mean, I guess so. It's really cold up there, though. 
Oh, central heating wasn't isn't really a thing up there? Oh, I mean, they've got heat, but you're at the top of a mountain. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure it's a big place. It has its own challenges, for Drafty. sure. Drafty. We, I, uh, orcs weren't meant to be in caves and mountains, forest, swamp kind of, kind of people. Yeah, I mean, it's at so much better for your opinion. skin, yeah. Uh, so leave, leave the caves to the caves to the, the goblins and the kobolds, those little ones who don't have to worry about hitting their heads on stalactites. <laughs> there, there are some advantages to, to being, being smaller and things like that. I tell you, I almost got a concussion when I was stationed in there. It's way at the start of the war, man. Especially in tunnels built for dwarves. I mean, they've, they've got their way with carving things, but in some of the more utilitarian tunnels, those roofs. Oof, they're a bit low for my liking. My batch was all hunched up. Terrible knots. I had to crouch walk for, like, miles at a time. It's miserable. But the staff uh, chiropractor really had their work cut out for him, huh? Oh, you think orcs have chiropractors? Nah, we have a big guy who punches you in the back and tells you to feel better. Or, you know, like, grabs you by the shoulders and shakes you out to realign your spine type of thing. Yeah, they just, like, pick you up and throw you against a rock wall and they're like you're better right <laughs> are you bleeding then stop bleeding. crying yeah you're fine <laughs> okay but i mean if people were really hurt i'm sure you have like a bunch of spellcasters who could take care of that right oh for sure okay yeah are they like i'm not the, i'm not the only uh, devotee as it were those dark powers you should, you should try them out sometime they're a... nice and you know those gob- hobgoblins have a way with the arcane. Yeah. No, definitely. They have schools for that. I don't know how they have schools for that. <laughs> so, I mean, like, are... Because I know you know you're head of this army here. Is there, you know, someone of your prowess scattered throughout in each of the different, like, divisions? Or, or when you're back with everyone together, do you, all the devotees kind of create their own division? I don't know what you're asking. Basically, you know, is there somebody like you in each squad type of thing? Or is there a squad of you, basically? I'm still having a hard time following. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I am a priest who also happens to be a leader. Okay. Basically, I'm like, you know, because each army is broken up into squ- divisions. So Look, are- we're not stupid. We have healers with everyone. Okay. But are For sure. But is there also, like... A division that's like, you know, just magic users. I mean, probably, but like I said, there's a lot of us. And mm-hmm. I've had my forces to deal with, so I don't know all of the intimate details of organization everywhere within all of the armies spread across this land. Sure, maybe they got some cool cleric death squads. <laughs> I haven't run into them. Okay. You know, we may not be as organized as... Some armies, but I tell you what, we make up for it in strength and numbers. So did you have to, I mean, you know, I, I haven't, you know, dabbled as much yet in that dark power that you were mentioning. It's did, nice, you should try it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of interested, like, did you have to make a, a a deal or something, or how did that go down? Oh, I mean, not necessarily a deal, but you, you know... Learn the ways, learn the rites, say your prayers, devote your life to the furthering of the dark goals, and, you know, if your 
one of the chosen ones, they bestow upon you great power. I was one of the chosen ones, I guess. They just thought I was well, strong enough, which um, I, I mean, kind of am. Obvious why they made that decision. Right. So, I mean, like, what is obviously once we have the continent, like, what are your, what are their ultimate goals with it? Like, do they just want to be in charge? or yeah. Their ultimate goals? I don't know. I mean, I serve them, but I don't know that they're involved in our conquest to that extent. Oh, okay. You know, this is about changing the status quo, right? This isn't some religious crusade. Right. I mean, I'll I'll use my gifts to to further our goals, but I don't... I don't know. Now I'm going to tell you something confident. Oh, are you? I have heard... That you can hook me up with a saber cat or an elephant? Well, again, I don't see any right here, so I'd have to go talk to my contacts. Tyrannosaurus Rex. But mm-hmm. I have heard, had heard that after Craig, Craig... <laughs> yes? Left Lake Ansel and then headed to Grundikov. I heard his like, personality changed a little bit. Have you heard anything along those lines? Or is this just a baseless rumor? I mean, that's a kind of short timeline. I haven't had any personal dealings with him since then. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I came back from Lake Ansel and started kicking things into gear. That's all I can, all I can tell you. Okay, so nothing, none of his orders seemed out of sorts or out of... I mean, I've never had a personal relationship with the guy. Right, but I mean, seem not characteristic or anything, or any of the missives that he sent. I mean, moving to win this war seems pretty characteristic to me. Yeah, okay. I I don't know why it took him this long. I mean, I know we've been been building up our strength for a while. Right. It's gonna be fun, man. Taking taking time, the payoff's gonna be all the sweeter for how long the build-up was. It's gonna be good. So if I were... if I were wanting to, uh, you know, do some reconnaissance behind the lines, as it were, because as you can see, it's a bit easier for me to blend in. Mm-hmm. I can also turn into, like, you know, mice and stuff. Um, Fun. And, Don't know why you'd pick a mouse, though. Well, as far as sneaking around type I mean, of thing. I mean, I mice for a snack. Well, I don't think I'd be particularly delicious. <laughs> um, you never know until you try. That's true. But I have been sent um, on some reconnaissance missions before, uh, but it's been a while that I've been east of the mountains. Um, if I were wanting to, you know, pop back in behind the lines of Malik or Alistria, do you have a recommendation for that? No. I don't know anything about what's going on back there. Oh, okay. Wasn't sure if you knew. The- I know they pulled, the, you know, a lot of their people to funnel them. You know, this way. But I couldn't tell you about the structure. Okay. Wasn't sure. I haven't stationed over here for a long time. Right, but just since you're so high up, I wasn't sure if they sent out, you know, the monthly memo of this, that, or the other. No, not really. I mean, you never want to leave all your all your eggs in one basket, because then, you know, if someone came along and was somehow interrogated you and you were just spilling your guts, they'd know everything, right? And that'd they would be, take that basket. That'd be stupid. That'd be really <laughs> dumb. So, no, I, I unfortunately don't know all of that. 
There's probably someone right now who's just like banging their head against the wall being like, ask this question. <laughs> but I'm like, hmm. Do you know how many Wyverns Crag still has? No. Okay. I mean, enough to give him away as gifts, I guess. Right, that's what I was, because that's what I was thinking, obviously, enough of a squad of them. I mean, I know he's got a couple, but I don't know how many. So are you you're going to get me out of here or what? I'm kind of tired. It's been a long day. <sighs> I know, I me feel too. like, I don't know if you heard, but I just got the crap kicked out of me by a ten-foot-tall mud man. What? Yeah. So I've had better days. So if you could, like, I don't know, get rid of these guys. Nods to the guards. No offense, boys. Appreciate all the hard work you're mm-hmm. doing. Or, like, I don't know, cut that floor out and I can just fall through and swim away. I guess maybe undo my hands first. Yeah, I feel like that would actually be a bad idea. Yeah, it might be. Well, again, kind of similar with my hooking you up with uh, a creature that's a bit more of your dignity than a... Uh, Steed, I have a plan, but I'll need to put that into execution. Do you now? Can you? He leans in close. What's the plan? I can't tell you. That's a bad plan, then. No, it's better if you don't know. That makes stuff seem more real. Um, okay. I don't believe you, but whatever. Trust, you're trusting me to get you a cooler steed. You can trust me to trust me on this. Okay. I mean, I'll try. Okay. I'm just trying to think of what else I should ask him. Oh, I guess I should. So, I mean, like, I know that it, if there's so many of everyone going into Grundikov, I don't know what the dwarves' crop situation is, but, like, how are they being fed? In the in a mountain, are like, the dwarves being fed? No, 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 not the dwarves, but the army. I mean, there's so many of them all together. Like, I yeah, would, that place held up a population of dwarves who don't really like to go outside of that mountain for, you know, hundreds of years. Okay, it's just a matter of you know, converting Allocating. those systems. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's not too much. They 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 grow their stuff. You know, they got potato farms and mushroom farms. They herd their goats and stuff. They have systems, so. Is that it? I mean, if if you're done, I could take a nap. Yeah. You're not going to get me out of here right now. Well, I think it's better if, you know, you have a bit more of your strength and, you know, can that eye is really not looking good. Yeah, I know. Um, so, um, Again, I got punched in the face by a giant 10-foot-tall mud man. That is terrible. I mean, maybe the mud is good for your skin. Maybe it's, like, volcanic or yeah, something. Yeah, black eye is not good for the well, skin. Well, that's true. That's true. My depth perception is off. <sighs> Why don't you take a nap? In the- I almost like face planted five times as they were marching me in here. I couldn't see where the like rocks were and trying to step over all those bodies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I fell a lot. <laughs> well, why don't uh, why don't you take a quick nap? I'm, I'm going to take a quick nap too because I'm not feeling the greatest. And then we can put some stuff into motion. All right, look, if you don't give me that T-Rex, we're not friends anymore. I didn't promise a T-Rex. I said what I could do and I gave a couple of options. The cat- tiger... Buffalo, lots of options here. I didn't promise. I want something with sharp teeth. Okay. Buffalo. Okay. I'll scratch the buffalo. Okay. Lion. We'll see what I can do. Something like that. Noted. Scratching off buffalo. 
All right, you take you you get some shut eye, <laughs> singular, and come on. I'm sorry. Come on. It was just begging for it. Did you know the day I've had? I I know that yes, because I've also had quite a day. I couldn't even sleep last night. The stupid like I don't know frogs or something were really up in a frenzy. <laughs> The peaceful summer sounds were Goodness, keeping me up. They just wouldn't <laughs> shut up. I woke up. We're out of coffee. Haven't got a shipment in a couple of weeks. So I'm running on like an hour of sleep. You know, and I don't sleep a ton as it is. I have to run this whole army. Hour of sleep, no coffee. You know, do you know what we have for breakfast? Like nothing. The hard tack. Not even that much. We've had to ration. You should have gotten some of those frogs. I hear they can be tasty if you get enough numbers. We don't... Who's going to be hunting the frogs? I, I don't know. Some of the... You Do know. you know how many frogs it would take to feed this army? I mean, a lot, but then it would solve your sleep problem, too. Yeah, so I had some, like, weak-old stale granola, no coffee, no sleep. I wake up, I hear these horns blowing, suddenly an army's out there. I'm like, well, this is what we've been preparing for. You know, they kind of blow through us, which is fine, you know, whatever. This is... This this barricade was never meant to stop anyone. It was meant to slow them down, if anything. You know, they come through here, and now... People, the, the real foot, they know, they know they're coming. So that's good. But, like... How do they know that they're coming again? What messengers did you send? Well, that's our job, right? We're here. You know, we can stop any little measly groups that run on by, but if they ever decided to attack it for us, we all kind of knew what the stakes were. So, still kind of bitter I got stuck with this one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a lose-lose position, but I did my job, right? Yeah, you did, and you should be proud of that. Thank you. So you did know, you there's send? There's not a positive reinforcement nowadays. No, that's very true. So did you send a message to Silvox or something, or? No, there's we've got relay centers all over the place. Grunikov knows by now. It's don't worry. You you don't need to do anything. So, okay. yeah, this army comes by, and then I'm doing my job, directing my forces. You know, planning a counterattack, and this mudman smashes through the wall and punches guess, me in punches the face. Punches you in the face. Goodness. All right. Well. I, I, it's been a rough time. <laughs> well, why don't you get some sleep? And now I'm stuck in this cell. I can't even move my... I'm losing circulation in my hands. You get some sleep. I can't move my fingers. And I'm I'm gonna get some sleep, too. Could you tell too. these guys to loosen my chains a little bit? I'll, I'll see what I can do. You can see this shade of gray. It's different. I'll, I'll uh, see what I can do. I can't feel them anymore. Just close your eyes. Try to get some sleep. You'll be you'll be nodding off in just a moment, and you'll feel and my so legs, much better. I, I have okay. I have restless leg syndrome. Good to see you. I'm gonna head out now. I really need to like move around at least once every hour. <laughs> she put, keep the blood flowing. She puts her hand on the doorknob. How like about this. the T Rex? <laughs> I'll do what I can. Come on. I'll do what We're I can. Buds. We're buds. <laughs> Click. <laughs> The guards are like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> so you, you walk out and you hear the shouting behind you like, come on, we're friends. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. My butt's falling asleep. <laughs> that would, one's bum would indeed fall asleep. <laughs> uh, so I 
it didn't seem like there'd be anything I could do to stop Grundikoff from knowing, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Close the door. Hakon's on the other side. He raises an eyebrow at you, hearing the uh, commotion going on, and he says, Take it, you had better luck. Well, I feel like we didn't, I didn't learn very much that we maybe didn't already know, but I'll lay out what I gathered, and I'll, you know, you tell him. relay to him. <laughs> well, that's all good to know. I mean, that, that's definitely some, some information. It's nice to know what's waiting for us at Lake Ansel. Yeah. You know, we have some rough idea based on Karun's report, and now... I guess we can just estimate higher. Hmm. I've faced... I think I've faced this knoll before, too. Mm. It wasn't a pretty sight. Yeah, knolls generally aren't. Not a, not a fan of them, as a, as, a, as a rule. Yeah. And as you can see, with both of us still being alive, I ended in a stalemate. Mm. Mm-hmm. So... And he is a wyvern. Of course. So, yeah. Because why not? And... A really, really dangerous weapon. So ranged attacks are best for him. Good to know. Yeah. And it's well, a magical weapon. Of course. Of course. You know. As as one should have. <laughs> well, that's all. Thank you. We'll, we'll be sure that the people who need to know this information know this information. Perfect. But right now, we have, uh, we have need of you. Okay. So as you know, our next step is taking like Ansel. Right. Back. And the information you gleaned will help us in that goal. As soon as this army is back and ready to march, we'll be heading east as soon as possible. You are needed elsewhere, though. We're going to send you down to uh, rendezvous with our naval forces coming up the River Ansel. And you'll be spearheading the uh, beachhead, as it were. So we have... uh, we have our group waiting at the rendezvous point, and if you leave now, you should be able to get there in time. Okay. Uh, we would have someone take you magically, but we really can't spare our casters, and the the locations are a bit too imprecise for them to get a, a true mark. So it'll be good old-fashioned horseback. All right. I think Maud and Daisy are up for it. Excellent. Because we're going to come up from the south and through the lake, is that right? Correct. You will be uh, sailing up when you get the signal into the lake and landing on the beach and working your way up from there while we surround the walls and assail them as such. I know those beaches well. Uh, That is why you are uh, in charge of this particular part. Um, Oh, I'm in charge. Well, you're spearheading. Oh, okay. You'll receive further information from uh, our groups down there. Um, he hands you a scroll which contains, you know, a map of the region and, mm-hmm. you know, marks the, the rendezvous point which you are to meet the naval forces that will be sailing up to to hit things. Um, <laughs> and he says, if they're... Do you, Time is, again, I hate to sound like a broken record, not that I know what that is. <laughs> but if, do you know, time is of the essence, so leaving as soon as possible would be ideal. Uh, you can rest after you've made some progress tonight. If there's anything else you need that we would have easily accessible, we're happy to provide it to you. No, I, I think I was kind of... Because, I mean, if anything I couldn't find at Stagpine, it's not like the, the army would have it, like anything magical or anything, right? 
Probably. Yeah. Okay. But like, if, you know, if there's any mundane things you're thinking of that would help in, you know, a seafaring, what you hoojit. I think she's good. She'll. So how long of a ride would it be down to the rendezvous point? It'll be a couple days. Okay. Uh, it'll be a couple days for us as well. So hopefully uh, we'll we'll be ready on on day three, ideally. Uh, but we'll we'll be in touch with our people down there, and okay. they'll uh, let us know once you've gotten there safely. We can communicate further at that point. Sounds good. Who who should I ask for? Uh, who's who's in charge of those forces that I can you know make sure I get in touch with right away? The naval forces. Oh, I I think it'll be obvious. Okay. 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 Yeah, the flagship. Sounds good. All so, right. So to speak. All right. Well, I'll we'll head out. Excellent. Uh, your steeds have been fed, good, and watered, and rested, and there are saddles. Whatever. What the bridle read? What's the? I don't know. The are horse they? stuff. The tack and whatnot. I think it's- Oh, your straps have been tightened and whatnot. <laughs> Everything's fitted well. Nice. You should be good to go. Perfect. Um, so we'll right. ride fast, ride hard, and we'll see you in a few days. See you in Lake Ansel. And she'll, like, stick her arm out for, like, a shake, shake his hand type of thing. He shakes. All right. Godspeed. Indeed. Uh, and then he goes back to, you know, doing whatever else he was doing. Mm-hmm. Carhoon follows you outside where you see Maud and Daisy waiting Whoa. all uh, looking a bit just fresher. Mm-hmm. They've had some oats and water, uh, oh, so they're good, good to go. Uh, Saddlebags all. Maybe a cube of sugar or two. Maybe. Maybe. They were good horses. They were, but sugar is probably in short supply. Probably. Uh, so you can mount up and head on. You know this area relatively well, so you know where you would need to go mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. uh is there anything else you do before you start your journey i'm going to go to the easternmost edge of the bridge right and so and right at the edge of the bridge i'm going to cast druid grove takes 10 minutes to cast okay and basically i'm going to have all of the um Moerian forces be immune to it and all of the dragon blood will be affected by it just to create a uh, 90 foot by 90 foot cube defense at the very edge of the bridge should some you know dragon blood try to creep back over the river okay and it lasts for 24 hours sounds good Uh, so little flowers and stuff spring up and long grasses and vines and whatnot. Uh, solid fog and grasping undergrowth and grove yeah. guardians and additional spell effects. Cool. It's the dopest spell. So a lot of stuff pops up and uh, surrounds that side of the bridge as you sit there on the back of Daisy for ten minutes and cast this and when it finishes, Karun says, well we should probably get moving, huh? Think so. Alright. To the south. And the two of you start galloping off into the sunset and we'll pick up their next episode. Woo! Oh my gosh. Oh, that was so much fun. All right. I want to keep playing. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can get in touch with us on social media, either Twitter or Instagram. Our handle is at Podcast, And we always love getting messages from people, um, you know, saying if you like the show and what things in particular. And it's always just fun to fun to see how our, um, you know, our story and our game is affecting real people. All right. Catch y'all next week.